I'm not sending out any type of energy into this world or any type of energy into my podcast where other people can obtain some knowledge from because I don't want to push anyone away. I want every podcast that you guys listen to to pump you up, give you some realization and be like, you know what? That helped me right there. That one thing that he said, I gained When you don't have enough time, all that means is that you're not utilizing your time and that's what a leader does. So when you're going through something, you know, something's not going right in your life, there's no one else to blame. No, Why the hell are you gonna work 60 hours a week for someone else to accomplish their dreams and then go home and go to sleep? And then go to sleep. Fuck no. I'm gonna work nine to five, work my ass off there, then come home and dedicate three, four, five hours at night to my dream. You still get eight to nine hours of sleep My goal every night. is to educate, motivate, and encourage people to get off their asses and begin to believe in themselves. No more second guessing or waiting till tomorrow. We have to make it happen today. Join me in this movement. Let's get it done. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Millennial Shortcut. Uh, we have a really special one for you. My name is Nick Sorrenti. Uh, I'm here with Maria L. Ostafu, <laughs> a.k.a. Lost a Few on Instagram. Uh, she's a really great person. Her and I met in college. Well, we you know, we crossed paths in college, but then I started recognizing her Instagram and uh the stuff she puts out on social media, and I was really impressed with it. So her and I, we re- I reached out to her, and we spoke a little bit about some things we could possibly do together, and uh, now we're here. So it's actually the first one in the new spot, so I'm very thankful for that. Uh, it's getting recorded by my girlfriend once again. She's always here behind the scenes. Uh, so uh, I'm really happy about this one because she's majoring in dietetics. She actually went to school for business and finance originally, and she found out that you know that really wasn't for her. So uh, she switched over. She has another two years of school. But this woman, she travels all over the country. And, like, that's something that all over the world, not your country. So uh, it's something that really stood out to me. And, you know, it's someone that's more diverse, has a well understanding of different cultures. And that's why it really appealed to me to have her on to the show. So we're going to talk a little bit about dietetics and nutrition. But uh, really, I just want to tell her story and, like, what she's been through and how she's got to be the person she is today. Uh, she's in very good shape and she's going to start. She's releasing her her website soon about you know a four-week program you know vegan non-vegan meal prep all, all that good stuff that can be really valuable to a lot of people uh so the so first thing i really want to talk about i just want to tell get them to know i want to really know truthfully because i don't really know it <laughs> is like your beginning story like how you got to like go into dietetics find the nutrition field kind of find your path a little bit so bring me back to like high school you know you know you mentioned a little bit about school and that was a little difficult for you it was different you graduated at 16 years old from high school yes so that's an accomplishment right in itself so just bring me back to you know that time for you and like the struggles maybe you went through and now where it's led to okay well thank you first for having me i'm Absolutely. excited to be here but um so i was homeschooled for the first part of my life um okay. two older brothers so i was very competitive, always like had to be doing what they were doing, even yeah. though they were years older than me. Um, and then went to high school. I um, struggled quite a bit in high school, uh, not academically, but I think uh, with students, I definitely, I mean, everyone's struggled with bullying in mm-hmm. some way or another, but I definitely faced that. Um, I experienced loss at a pretty young age and some trauma that I think caused me to really quickly have a different perspective on Mm -hmm. life um, that I didn't feel like I related to a lot of people my own age and that... um, I still don't, so don't feel bad. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it just... uh, So I quickly just... I wanted to get out of there. I wanted... There was so much more I could see moving forward for myself that I just wanted... I basically was given the option to change schools or to graduate early. And so I really just... 
That must have been a challenge that. for you too, from going from you know uh, homeschooling. Yeah. To high school. Well, and I don't even homeschool. I was always, I wasn't that like weird homeschooling. <laughs> like I definitely, you know, I had friends. Like I had people that I yeah. really cared about. That wasn't the problem. The problem was more like. And I look back now and I wish that I had been honest and open about the things I was struggling with because there was so much and high school is such a heavy time in your life. Uh, and you're it's such a middle school, but it seems like it forever. seems like your whole it's, life. Yeah, it seems Even like your whole life in there. Like, Dang, those four years, well, three years yeah. for me. But I the one thing I don't I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change any of the hardship that I went through or trauma that I went through. I would change the fact that I never talked about it and I never, uh, I eventually like got help in grief counseling mm -hmm. and stuff later on, but I never told my parents I was struggling. Mm -hmm. I never told some of my best friends and that created a wedge because it's like the most important people in my life don't know, don't know going who you through, are. They don't know who I am. Yeah. So I felt so just isolated and I isolated myself, mm -hmm. but, um, Again, that drove me to, I moved out. So I was 16, I moved out. I didn't have the greatest relationship with my parents because mm -hmm. of that. Um, now we have such a strong relationship you because I realized, yeah, I realized yeah. that you can't, you can't do what you're going through alone mm -hmm. at all. Um, so yeah, I moved out. I started working full time and then going to school full time um, and just constantly like kept myself busy. I think I like drove myself crazy with how hard I worked and mm -hmm. That was when I started, my health wasn't the best because I was working all the time, school all the time, not really expressing any type of real, like I'm struggling or I'm anxious. Mm -hmm. and you're just doing just it. Just kind of like doing it and ignoring yeah. those things. And then, so I wasn't the healthiest and I chronic migraines all the yeah. time and um, things like that where they thought something was really wrong with me. And I remember some, I was in... I used to go to the doctor like two, three times a week, really? constant testing. Like I had a neurologist, I had a heart monitor. Like I was. And it was just all mental. Always, and I had the lady that comes in to do your blood, like your blood mm -hmm. pressure and your temperature and stuff. She, I've been there like quite a bit, and I still, I she was like an angel or something. Yeah. Like I feel like she, it just, it was right place, right time kind of thing. But she basically looked at me and was like you need to take your life in your own hands and she was like you there's clearly something like that you're struggling with with your health and you need to take control of that yeah. you need to be your own advocate and that was when I started doing my own research about nutrition and health and could that affect um how I felt and the thing that surprised me as I was doing this research is I was like why are these paid professionals not asking me how much water I'm drinking yeah yeah like, <laughs> you're just you you're figuring out all the things they weren't asking you yeah and so I started completely changing what I was eating when, and I it, it's almost like when you create positive changes in your life physically mm -hmm. it's going to start creating positive oh, changes absolutely. in your life mentally. when I'm eating healthy I feel like a different person yeah. I have more energy <laughs> I just feel healthier yeah. I feel a little more tight in the stomach than yeah. usual <laughs> and it's just it's just a better like her and i we're always trying to push each other to get to the gym and eat healthy yeah. but every time we do like and we're on top of it even just for a week you just feel you better. just feel better you and just, i i've always said that even working out it's a perfect reminder of that your actions are are directly related to yeah what's absolutely in, in your physical body and then again in your everyday life yeah and your met your mental and like yeah. that's what i was talking about with the, with the book coming out like 
the, men the importance of the connection between mental and physical health. Yeah. You have to figure it out because a lot of people that are physically in shape, yeah. they don't really think about the mental anymore because they feel so good. Mm -hmm. So the mental health is there, but the yeah. people that are just working, you said just doing it every day, working hard, they think they're getting things done, yeah, but there's something today. missing. Yeah. And it's the physical health side of things. You just don't feel as f as full as you can mm -hmm. be, you know, as physically and mentally. Yeah, and I think it was a, a pride thing for sure too that I've like grown into not caring but mm. i was too prideful to admit that it wasn't something with my physical health that yeah. there was something with my mental health that was like off and yeah. um i had gone like i said i had gone to grief counselors and it never had really worked for me yeah, because it was I, a you problem it, it was a me problem yeah. it, it wasn't anything anyone could like really tell me to fix and so when i started becoming aware and being like all right i do struggle really badly with anxiety i do struggle with this and i tried the whole medication route and it was yeah. it went horrible it does worse it does, it does worse and so that again was such a motivation for me to get my health on track yeah. and noticing differences there really just like made the biggest impact on my whole life now that you so before you became a dietetics major did you get into fitness yeah so i again i was working all the time school all the time and my brother was decently into fitness at the time and he was like you're gonna go crazy like you need an outlet yeah. to be able to like i love that you said outlet because yeah, people is. don't realize like it is an <laughs> no outlet. It you is. need to escape and it's two things it's an escape and it's an hour and a half even 45 minutes yeah. an hour and a half where you're focused on yourself mm -hmm. and you're focused on proper breathing and bettering yourself and that time is like i had danced previously like in middle school and mm -hmm. stuff like that and it was, that was always a time where I forgot about everything else going on, the stress, and I yep. had lost that. Yeah. And then, so fitness, it was like an hour and a half, two hours for me, where I just got to like not think and mm -hmm. like just relax and not be so stressed and so frustrated. Mm -hmm. and release some endorphins. Yeah, release some endorphins. And yeah. that was like so huge for yeah. me. Absolutely. That's but. wild. So that kind of transitioned you into looking more into dietetics. Yeah. Now you, where did you originally go to school? I went to MCC. So it's it's a community college. Okay, yeah. and then you transferred to Omi. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then that's where um, you work at Jimmy's. And, yes, you know, bartend on yeah, weekends. She, gr she <laughs> grinds, but if you guys look at her social media page, like, she doesn't really market that so much. I, it's do like, I don't, and it's not because it's like, people joke, like different professors, or when I say I'm a bartender mm -hmm. as a dietitian, people think they're like, you can't be a bartender and be a dietitian, and it's like, I don't, to be honest, it's like, I'm not, I'm not on the other side of the bar yeah, every yeah. weekend. I'm on this yeah. side of the bar I, working my I, And I'm not saying that that side of the bar is a bad yeah, thing. But. I, I made a joke to my finance professor because relating to that, it's like he, he was teaching us how to make a whole bunch of money and stuff. And I was a wise ass and I raised my hand. I was like, <laughs> I was like you're teaching me how to make money. Why are you, why, why are you making $30,000 yeah. being a teacher? Like, no disrespect. It's just, it's one of those things yeah. that you can't tell me I can't do something because I'm doing this. Like, and me even being a barber. Like, I can't be a keynote speaker because I'm a barber. Yeah. No, it's just, and it, it's, there's two different things. It's just you're, you're working on two different paths. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? One's a passion. One's something to get you to, to make get your you passion to come true. Step. Exactly, Absolutely. get to the next and step. And I had, it was like the first day of a class last semester and I almost dropped the class because of it, but I didn't, but... It was the first day, and this professor kept like picking on me the whole class, and he was like, "Well, what are you, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, I bartend on the weekends." And he was like, "Do you really think that anyone's gonna look at that on your resume and like be glad that you're doing that?" And I was like, 
I think when they realize that I'm paying my way through college and I'm yeah. working my ass off, that like they're gonna maybe have some respect. I mean, that and if social skills, you can do yeah. finance. You do. You have to balance was, money. So, yeah, like, there's a lot of qualities you have to do. You know, our cash register yep. isn't even plugged in. All the math I'm doing in my yeah, head, exactly. with all the like music and stuff. So it's teaching. You can't me ever so let someone skills. else get in the way. They don't yeah. know what you do. Yeah, you don't know, and that's exactly it. But, but I, anyone that isn't going to respect that grind, you don't yeah, really want to be working. Yeah, exactly. They're closed-minded, <laughs> not open-minded people, and, that, yeah. and that's it. You can't please everyone, you yeah. know. But uh, so tell me about the grind now. Of you know, now you're you're socially showing everyone that you're big into fitness. Well, yeah. So that's stressful. I know me. Like when I was on my social media grind, like I've been I've been slacking now, but I've been showing more of just my life mm -hmm. more than just like. Motivation, motivation, motivation. Yeah, that's like so a like, challenge to balance. It, it is a very big I'm not, I actually keep my personal life, even like my friends, I keep that really yeah. private. You like, show that more in stories. Like yeah, on your stories, uh, yeah. you'll, you'll like, listen, guys, I'm not posting this because I don't want to. <laughs> no one re wraps their yeah. way to the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's mind. the stuff you got to vent about. But like, and like on your layout, so how do you, how do you balance like the grind of, you know, your fitness with with school but also trying to make that name for yourself on social media because yeah. it could take one person to see your page and be like all right she has the look she's dedicated yeah. let's do it Absolutely. and i think that's kind of what my social media i don't view it as like i know it's a social platform mm -hmm. but i do view it as business for me I, okay. and i have gotten business out yeah. of it and so that that i could make a personal instagram but the thing is is like when i'm out and i love seeing people post pictures mm -hmm. with their friends and all that stuff but when I'm out with my friends, I don't even necessarily want my yeah. phone out of my purse. Like I, so to spend the time when I've always viewed my Instagram as like a business, strictly business, I don't really want another Instagram that yeah. I'm putting work into like posting no, on that too. So like I just my time with my friends is my time with my friends and my family. That's but, good though. That's how you find that balance. Yeah, you know and I mean? um, I guess I'm so picturing myself in the place that I want to be all the time mm -hmm. that if this is my option like yeah. this is what I want for myself that that motivates me yeah. uh to, to find the time um I was thinking about on my way here that I don't even own a tv like really? I literally don't That's awesome. <laughs> because I'm I have like my laptop and stuff so or when I but I don't have time yeah. I don't know like when I'm not in class or not studying or not at like a um food and nutrition club or mm -hmm. whatever i'm working on stuff i gotta do and i try to do i designate like if i have a day where i only have one class that day that's like my content content day so i'll okay. be working on writing yeah. a recipe working on a blog that's post so that's so wild because before kayla and i moved here we barely ever watched tv yeah and we got shit done that's what you and gotta like, do and now <laughs> We've been on like a Netflix binge. I was on like I watched every episode of New Girl. I was on. That's, like, we literally just no. finished it. Did you watch the new season seven? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, the season seven motivated me to rewatch all the old ones. Oh my god, we literally just <laughs> fin it. we literally just finished it all, and like it we're upset so cool. that it's over. Oh my god, and we're just like. But like we know, we know we shouldn't be doing it. I know. But like that's for example, like you don't have own a TV, so when you don't have anything to do, like yeah. all right, now it's time to what can I do that's yeah. gonna help? Well, me? that was I was at my parents for the rest of the summer and yeah. TV, so I was like, oh, I'll just like indulge myself. It a takes bit. it but takes time out. Yeah, like, it does, and that's like the biggest thing is, and even when I still struggle because that's the thing too is like anything that I've dealt with in the past it doesn't go away you know mm -hmm. like no. any type of like anxiety or if somebody struggles with depression or any of those things those things don't go away yeah. and even if you medicate them even if you 
so you just get better at coping with that, mm-hmm. better at handling that, yeah. better at acknowledging when you're having an internal reaction to something external and how to handle that. And so when I know that I'm like de- dealing with one of those things, I'll always say if you have like an hour, you have two hours to sit there and scroll through social media or to watch TV, you have an hour to two hours to do something to better yourself and to make yourself feel better. And even yesterday, I I wasn't necessarily in the best mood. And I was like, rather than sitting here scrolling through social media, watching other people's perfect lives, why don't I go for a walk and go buy a plant? I don't know, do do something something different. Like, for my life not yeah. for watching somebody else's life mm-hmm. but so i think that's something that like motivates me to remind me yeah. to like keep doing what i want to do so like these all become habits of yours and yeah. that's why i feel like i have you ever heard ed my let you have to listen to his podcast. Ed I am a like, big podcast person. That's yeah. the thing. It's Ed, like treadmill. When I'm on the treadmill, the yeah. only thing that I So you got to listen to MFCEO by Andy Forsell. I'll give it to you before we okay. leave. And Ed Milet. So they're like my two favorite people. But Ed Milet talks about like the reason why successful people don't fail is because they're not just taking – like they have habits. Yeah. Like it's not just – they don't just have ambition or they're motivated. Like motivated people are just – they get motivated one yeah, or two days a week. people don't get that. But like, motivation is like rare. Yeah, but <laughs> successful people, they have habits yeah. that they follow. That's why they never break yeah. because they're following a pattern every day. Mm-hmm. So that – that doesn't happen. Like I started following more patterns. Like the more people I started being, you know, mentored by or motivated by. So who's yeah. someone that you? That has to be someone that you were like really <laughs> like that got you. Like you mentioned to me that um, one woman that that you. Oh started. yeah, um, Nikki Black. Yes. So, that, yeah, so that's probably and like I said, emphasize I'm, the importance of having at least one person yeah, to really. Is follow. I'm so well. So that's kind of a funny story because. Um, uh, so when I first got into fitness, there I didn't know a single other female, and I went to a YMCA, so it was like sixty-five-year-old men, yeah. and that's like it. And I was like, I feel so lost. So I YouTubed uh, like female weightlifting mm-hmm. exercises or whatever, and um, Nikki Blackbetter came up, and I started following all of her stuff and doing everything she was doing, and not because I wanted to be her, but because mm-hmm. I you liked what she stood for. Yeah, I wanted to sort of like get into that mindset of like being healthy and she was someone that had just been waitressing and her and she was drinking a lot with her friends and she got into fitness and it changed her life and I was like I saw that and I wanted to change my life and um and then I got a chance to meet her in person and it was so weird because I knew everything about her. I knew her cat's name. I knew her boyfriend's <laughs> name. You know, like, you I knew fat. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she had no idea no, who I was. Yeah. And it, it, I was like, holy crap. Like, your role models, you could have... You could literally want to be someone, and they don't even know don't that know you who exist. You are. But that's the impact that yeah. a person can have on other people. Absolutely. But so it, it helped me realize, though, that you shouldn't want some you shouldn't idolize someone mm-hmm. you should look up to things that they're doing but yeah. you're not going to see the whole part you're not going to yeah. see that whole person you're only going to see what they, they want to show you so role models like my parents with go, them going back to school in their 30s and you see the good bad i see ugly. the good bad yeah. and the ugly exactly. yeah i see exactly. them they're like crazy early in the morning and yeah. that's that's important to have role models that are people in your everyday life that mm-hmm. you can see their struggles as well as their successes Absolutely. because i and yeah, that's why i, I want to emphasize on this too like it's good to follow people that on social media have a lot of followers and all that stuff that you know you see on e-news and all that yeah. but understand that part is that 
you do only see what they want you to see. They don't, you don't get to see the hard times that, you know, I can't pay my bills time. So yeah. I emphasize, get a mentor. Like I've been telling my girlfriends, like I'm having a really hard time finding a mentor that I can meet with in person yeah. and talk to and get to know on a personal level. Cause mm-hmm. like that's the type of mentor I want. Someone that's, yeah. I could talk to and I could see what they're struggling with mm-hmm. and I, I'm, they're not hiding anything from me. Yeah. So like, I want to emphasize on if you're out there and you're looking for a mentor, don't, follow people absolutely yeah. pick up little things they do that you like mm-hmm. and incorporate into your life but don't become idolized I by know. that and understand a lot of people have a lot of debt all that cool stuff on their instagrams like yeah that's not even theirs nope. really like if you don't own that like people spend thousands of dollars for a day with a with an like m6 like for a bmw Just like to take pictures of it what it's are you so, doing it's just wild it, it's it, it's but all about that social media that, glam yeah. you know a, what i mean it's a facade and i'm i'm working on finding ways to expose like mm-hmm. i really i like that's a really big goal of mine actually is to really show transparency mm-hmm. and i'm trying to find an appropriate up. correct professional way to yeah. do that because again it is still like my brand and i'm wanting to well i think this is the first business, step but yeah you know i've I mean? actually never even voiced People are going to get to know you even more now. And <laughs> right? people, I, I promise you, have at least, I don't do this for hundreds of people or thousands no, of people. I do this for that one. Yeah. Oh that my one God. person Absolutely. that, like, that reaches out, like, after after one of my speeches and just goes, you know, what you said today really, like, it really helped me. Yeah. And people. I did my job. People that message me, like, that they've seen my success and they want and that in their life. That's the thing, too, is anything that I'm doing, whether you completely understand it or you don't understand it, mm-hmm. I want people to to let me know Absolutely. and, and to, for so I want my, everything that I've done my like my success I want that to be someone else's success I'm not afraid to your success not, isn't going to dictate yeah, my success no absolutely yeah. we can we can both get up there yeah, exactly. and I try if to tell a girl likes something that I'm wearing I will literally send you the yeah. link so that you can buy it I saw it on your story the <laughs> other day when you you made your room your new room really nice and you put like you, should, you should see it like yeah little, like little corners Walmart 35 Target little, because like, so many people do cool. like ask me like yeah. what stuff is but it's like I would never want to be like no like it's mine. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, want yeah. everyone's. No, food. yeah, absolutely. Like, Share it. Yeah. Because it's not going to affect me. I no. still have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you think about if you like get to the top and you're it's lonely. the top, it's lonely. It's lonely. <laughs> I want other people there too. Yeah. And that's it. And that, I told my, her and I talked about this too. It's like the higher you go, the more you separate from yeah. your crew, you know? Mm-hmm. And like that's when, like, that's why I'm struggling so much because I. I love my friends, yeah. absolutely, but I also realize that my friends are doing different things or yeah. aspiring to do different and things than I And it doesn't even mean that what they're, the thing, especially in college, even well now in high school with the drinking, mm-hmm. is I don't have any problem with drinking. And I, even just the other day, I went out with my friends, I didn't drink, but I drove them there. I still had a blast, mm-hmm. but I'm just in a different place. Yeah. It doesn't mean that their place is no. bad. It's just, you have to decide what works for you. And that can get a little lonely sometimes. Yeah, it, and, it absolutely could be. But it takes time. Like the, I feel like the more you start going to like, like we went to a conference in Miami in um, in June. Mm-hmm. And it was like a financial Grant Cardone mm-hmm. kind of. It was cool. But like, we met some really cool people, like people that I'd want to hang out with. Yeah. And it made me realize like, like there's people is. out there that yeah that are going to appeal to me. It's yeah. just that we're so we're not diverse in our area. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to like, you can't think where you live, your small little town, that's the world. It's not by any means. So you gotta understand like, there's more of the world than where you just live. But, so tell me a little bit about like, your struggles of being like, who you are on social media or who you are 
in person. Like, like because you don't you want to stand by who you are on social media and not be in person and be like a totally different person. Oh yeah, I was seeing you know that I mean? the other day because yeah. there's I would never want to meet someone in person and for them to walk away being like, wow, she's yeah. really different than how she is on mm-hmm. Instagram. And I think it's because anything that I write or any captions, I am a little wordy, which honestly, if people don't even no, read I'm like them, that. I'm it's, like that too. it's fine. Like, like yeah. you can enjoy the picture, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. people, the two people, even if there's two people that take mm-hmm. the time to really read the, yeah. the caption and they get something from yep. it, I'm there for that. I had, like, a, I had a, like a 48-year-old woman the other day message me on Facebook and goes, Nick, like, where you've been? Where you've been? I missed your met your your Facebook post because <laughs> so uh, I had been posting a lot of motivation. I was like, I'm sorry, I've just been busy. But it's yeah. that one person. They look for it, like they realize yeah. that I wasn't posting. But that's important too to be that for other people. Yeah, like there's been some fitness people where I've noticed, like if they're posting less, just reach out and be like, I kind of if you're having a hard time, like I, I hope you're okay. Kind yeah, of thing. just because it it is difficult to always show like the best and mm-hmm. you feel pressured to do that. But I think mainly just always just being really honest yeah. and anything that I'm dealing with or that's on my mind um I try to just be very I think what you see is what you get kind of yeah. thing and I think you should include more of like you on like instead of your long captions talk like videos? yeah a video of you Ooh. yeah I think you should do it though because like I really I didn't even know how you sounded Really? Yeah, because I never heard well, that's like true. you know what that's I mean. True. So well, like sometimes when I see videos of people talking for the first time, like, I'm like oh my god, that's yeah, voice. yeah, yeah. People don't like my but voice. <laughs> who cares? It's your voice. You have yeah. to do what you got to do, and like, but you got to include it because that's how you're gonna get that personal connection. Yeah. People, if you show someone that you're friendly, mm-hmm. they're more open to reaching out to you. Yeah, I promise you. Because once I started doing that, I had so many. I never put like my first video that encouraged me to start making videos. Mm-hmm. I had like. This is a lot, but I had like thirty comments. Yeah, and like, still. and I never had that many comments. But it's just because I included my voice on. Them. Yeah, and people you agree think with about me. If those thirty people were standing in this room right now, you'd be like, "Whoa!" That's a lot of. That's yeah. exactly it. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So like, you just gotta. I think if you incorporated that into like your message and how like you do your Instagram videos with working out and stuff, like even like or like a close out, you have your workout and you have to like, all right, guys, my ass is killing me right now. <laughs> yeah. Just show them that you're fun, you're funny side, you know, mm-hmm. show them that, listen, I'm a normal person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some people think that just because you're in shape or you're healthy or you're working out a lot, like you're this, for yeah. like me, unfortunately, like, I kind of look like a mean person. So yeah. like, so, and then I they, gym, I definitely do. Sometimes yeah. I feel bad. I'm like, oh my God. And then someone goes, I like, oh my God. I told her, I had someone come up to me in the jug. And a really? girl come up to me in the job and go, why do you look so pissed off? And I go, I'm <laughs> sorry. I just have, I, I have a pissed off face. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to so do. Funny. I but, actually make it a point. I made it a point a long time ago. Well, something with comparing, with women always comparing themselves, especially at the gym or is, well, two things. If there's a way for me to, like, if there's a girl next to me at the squat rack or something and there's a way for me to kind of like, I like your leggings or yeah. like try to like kind of talk to them I will because yeah. I'd rather it's just be like comfortable and have a good experience not feeling like you have to sit there yeah yeah, yeah exactly but even just like every single person that makes eye contact with me I always smile even if yeah. they do not smile yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's just like you want people to know feel, that feel you're comfortable just like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that I'm not here to well and that's the other see thing. guys it's a little harder for that yeah, it's it harder because if you're going around smiling at guys am I, or even yeah, if you no, smile it's even at people else. yeah like like I'll look at someone and I'll just, I'll just give them a you know and they'll like either like hi the or they'll just be like <laughs> you know so yeah. it's one of those weird situations like girls are a little different you look a little more friendly than I am and like I don't know I have, I have one question just popped in my head 
So me as a man, like me, if I see someone working out and they're doing like, they're doing a bench press, but they're only really going halfway. Bad. And like, I want to tell them, I don't want to be mean, but I also don't want to be the tool that goes, listen, man, you're not doing it the right way. So how do you go? Like if it's a woman, if it's a girl. Well, so I've never done that, but. How would you handle it? The thing that pops in my head is first, if you've seen that person more than once at the gym. So yeah. say you see someone and they're like, have, not so good for them, like maybe all the time. Yeah. The first time you go up to them, be like, if it's something that they're doing that's not wrong, like mm-hmm. if it's something that's really good, come over Sound and be like, them. I love how you're doing that. Yeah. Like, is that really working So hit them with a compliment first. Yeah, my friend Chris, like he always, he always says this if we're at the gym. He'll say, like if there's somebody that's doing a workout that's, that's new to him or mm-hmm. whatever, they, he's not afraid to go up to them and be like, wow, like that must be really working for you. Yeah. Can you show that to me? And that's going to build a relationship before Absolutely. you knock someone down. Because and I they'll just, be able to take trust and criticism from yeah, you just because, because you're, you're they, nice. They're like, oh, that person doesn't think I'm like, because the second somebody comes over and tells you that you're doing something wrong, you immediately shut down. You immediately, Absolutely. and walls go up. And you're like, I don't want to hear anything this person yeah. has to say. And that's how it is. Honestly, especially in today's world, though, yeah, like you can't, you can't like be direct with someone anymore. Well, and you think about everyone right now that's in some sort of health and fitness field. As say, if I'm a dietitian that's wanting to counsel somebody, they walk into my door, they sit down. The first thing I say is, "You're doing this wrong. I want to change it." What are they going to do? They're not. They're not going to come back. So that's one of your struggles. So what is your one of your struggles that you deal with, like? Like when you are working in that field, like outside of school or in school. Yeah, well, at, with, with school right now, I, I've actually had some opportunities where I've done nutrition counseling for some students, mm-hmm. and that's been amazing to experience watching people's minds. Why did you start a club at your school? You have right. two years. <laughs> I know. Seriously, cool. like start a club, get people in there, or like start like a training club. Like you yeah. can you can start getting charging people. You know, you can talk yeah. to the school. And I'm like, so weird about charging people. I literally just want to give everyone everything yeah, for free. It's it is, it is like, but you have to also know your, like, when I started speaking, like, I didn't know how much, like, I didn't know to charge people, yeah. you know what I mean? I didn't want to over, but. Because then it's like, oh, I yeah, don't want you to feel like But you have to also understand, like, if you don't charge, if you don't charge or charge enough, they'll start yeah. looking down at what you're doing. Yeah. So I, I had to increase my yeah. prices drastically because yeah. I had, I had principal sponsors be like, listen, you need, I had principal sponsors, you need to you're charge doing more. Is worth money. Yeah, and that's exactly it's it. Valuable. That's and that's what you have to do. You're changing yeah. people's lives. <laughs> but but seriously, like you have to do yeah. it because you have to invent, like is what I'm doing going to help them? Yeah. If, if you can honestly say yes, because I told I stopped presenting at the end of the year last year because I didn't feel like my presentation was worth the money. What? I really didn't. I didn't think I was. It wasn't that it was bad. I just thought it could be better. Yeah. Like, it was a good presentation. I knew it was good. It was impacting kids. Mm-hmm. But, like, for what I wanted to charge, I was like, my, my mentor told me, he's like, listen, Nick, you should charge this much money. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like, he's like, you're worth it. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but I don't feel that my presentation is there yet. What do you think that you need to do, though, to feel like... I want to incorporate more, like, interaction. Like, like I do engagement yes, activities, yeah. but more, like, getting kids involved. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like... For having kids raise their hands, like it's hard to get them engaged in it. So like yeah. now, like I'll bring a book with me, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Listen, whoever, like one of my books, like whoever is there, get a yeah. free book." Or I'm gonna start making T-shirts. So, you know, yeah. you get a T-shirt, like, get them engaged in it, just mm-hmm. to get them amped up. But like I did this one presentation at my middle school here, and like I compare every presentation out to that because mm-hmm. it was electrifying. So, like yeah. it was one of those presentations where like 
I was like butterflies in my stomach. Like I was just so. Oh my gosh! I, when you talk oh. about something that you're passionate about, oh my god! I feel like you can't. I yeah. feel like I'm gonna explode. Literally, you don't know. You don't know I'm how like, to express oh. it. Yeah, you don't know how to express I feel it. Like I could burst. Yeah, and like so now, like when I'm presenting like my next couple presentations, like I I will not I will not present until like I know I'll be able to give that to yeah. every student because they deserve because I can offer it. Yeah. I just need to get it out of me. But you, yeah, you also have to remember though that sometimes you, like your worst moment. Yeah. Is someone who's like, man, yeah. that I that I really like, yeah, I, I needed that. I and so you have it's to It's like, hard for me. Though. It is, yeah. I, ha I, I help, you have to hold yourself to a higher mm -hmm. standard. Like I feel like that's really yeah. important. But. Well the speaking of higher standard, that's like the one thing that I almost say daily is if you want to be in the one percent, you have to be doing what ninety nine percent of the uh, population are not doing. And that's like something that I remind myself every day. You should write that down somewhere. I want to write that down. Yeah, somewhere. write it down. Because if I'm choosing, if I'm texting my friends, oh, I can't come out tonight. Or like, oh, yeah. I can't. Oh, I had some of my friends do that to me all the time. They I, get pissed off at me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's like learning to say no and putting up boundaries. Not yeah. because you don't like those people, but yeah. because you got to work on what you want to work on. Or else exactly. you're never going to get there. You should and download the, the app. It's called Pep Talk. Oh really? Yeah, it's I, like my, I'm such a pep talk person. Oh my god, you should listen. Like I, I don't listen to music or anything when I work out. I listen to pep talk. So pep talk is like an app with all the best motivational speeches oh, on it, so and like cool. you're working out, like you're, you're saying you're doing squats, and like he's like, "Don't quit." How are you supposed to quit when a dude's screaming at you? Like, yeah, you're gonna fail if you don't get this last rep. You will fail. That like so, so, like you just push and push and push, and it just talks about really. He talks about the one percent. He's yeah. like, and then he talks about Conor McGregor and like the UFC. Guy, yeah. he's like, he's like, I knew what I was gonna be before I even got there. Yeah, he's absolutely. like, I you knew it. He's like, I saw my scene. He's like, every champion has one image in their head of like where they want to be. I told yeah. my girlfriend, like, we know, like, my vision is her in the background taking a picture, and I'm in front of thousands of people. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that's my vision. Yeah, so, like, I need, like, and when I get that, I'm putting a picture on the wall, yeah. and I'm blowing it up because I, I don't care because that's my vision, and yeah. like, I want to get there. I was telling my mom, too, is like, anything with the internship I got in Thailand, it was paid, everything. Mm -hmm. They paid me to travel. That's awesome. They paid for, you know. You like, got that through your school? Yeah. Um, it was, I was so, like, there's no way I'm going to get this. But at no. the same time, I was like, you have to imagine yourself, like, getting your, imagine yourself, yeah. Yeah. And it, literally visualize it into reality. Yep. And I told my mom, that's, that's everything in my life. Like, yeah. wanting to be my own boss. I think about that and visualize that every single day. I'm like, I need, like, yeah. I want that. And, and I know you, I'm going to get that. That's because exactly I'm Because you're, so, all yeah. you do, you're, you're not just thinking, like, you're acting on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're doing, you're putting, even if it's a little win every day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're, you're getting things on. So you have, so there's a thing called, like, the five, five power list. I tell mm -hmm. everyone about it. And it's about Andy Fursell, the guy on the podcast I'm going to refer you to. Uh, he has a thing called the power list. And, like, he just has five goals that he has to get done every day. Yeah. So just just five. five. Just, just five. five. Just five. Just, yeah, I but feel see, like I'm so no, no but see, know, but that's the thing. Like he he's day. like you have to stop thinking you have to get everything accomplished in one day. Yeah. He's like you have to get all five, and the rest of the day is yours. Yeah. You can enjoy your day. You can do things, but as long as you get those five things done, and every day you have to mark it as a W or an L. Yeah. And by the end of the week, you want to have seven out of seven done yeah. as a win. And you start incorporating wins over weeks and then months and years. Yeah. Those are winning that's years. Just, that's a habit. And it's, it becomes yeah. a habit. And that's why you have to incorporate that type yeah. of like mindset. But like, so what's your, so with you being in Thailand, so like, what's your end goal? Because now you're starting to experience, you're, start, you're starting to experience like kind of like where you're trying to head. So what do you think? 
you're kind of leaning more towards? Um, okay, well, the end goal for me, out of literally anything, any money, any amount of Instagram followers, mm -hmm. any career, I genuinely want to be happy. And that is ultimately my end goal. And I, I like what the what's, ha what's your happiness? That's the thing. Well, when people say success, they're like, I just want to be successful. What is successful? I'm like, what, what yeah, is yeah, successful? yeah, exactly. I, happy is just, and well, it's genuinely being able to just like be content with where I'm at mm -hmm. and happy just even if I don't have a lot, if I have a lot, if I don't have a lot of money, if I have a lot of money, I just want to be able to feel good about myself, mm -hmm. wake up in the morning and know I've made an impact on somebody else's life, even if it's Well, small. I think you're doing that now. Yeah, you know so what I mean? then my end goal is every single day. Honestly, like I want every single day to just because feel like that. today could be my last day. No. And I hate that I know that's so cheesy to say. No, no, but it can be. What I faced losing someone really close to me at fifteen years old, mm -hmm. uh, it's possible to be gone today. I could you know, it's scary to say that yeah. and people don't like to face that, but they're like, Oh, I'll worry about that. Like, I'll get there in fifty years and I'm like, Well, what if you don't? You know, yeah. like it's it's so true, and so I genuinely will be happy if I make sure that every day I've done something that has bettered myself, yeah. made somebody else feel good about themselves. That's like literally all I could ask and for. That's why life. I love that five because you're able to keep tabs. Mm -hmm. Like so, say get better than yesterday, get yeah. better than you know. How do you know? So that's why I, I like to follow that yeah. five thing because you know you got better. Like, you only did three out of five. That's a loss. But then yeah. tomorrow, you're four out of five. So, all right, I got better than yesterday. Or like, even every day, like, you're checking off. So, like, I'm being consistent over yes. time. I'm getting my goals yeah. done. And I think with that, something I read, read something or I was listening to a podcast about happiness and success. Mm -hmm. And that everything in our society is picture that this task, this goal, or this promotion, or this amount of money is the fence between you and happiness and success. Mm -hmm. Your brain is never going to get there if you it's put, never it, if you put it on money. the other side. It, because there's always going to be, I have this job, now i got to get a better job. Yep. I have this car, i got to get a better always, job. You're always going to want more. You're all, the, always. That's always. just human nature. And so if we can flip that and put, I'm happy, so I'm going to be successful, yeah. instead of, when I'm successful, I'll be happy. Your outlook on life is yeah. going to completely My change. boss told me he he was making like tens of thousands of dollars like mm -hmm. weekly when he was young. Like mm -hmm. young, like he was doing a lot of stuff, not always the most legal stuff. And like <laughs> he, he put his time in for that and stuff. But he told me he's like Nick. He's like what I realized over the last thirty years. He goes, he goes is that he's fifty something years old. He's he's very successful now. Mm -hmm. But he told me he's like what I realized is that. I was so fascinated. If I had a hundred bucks in my pocket, I wanted a thousand. If I had two yeah. cars, I wanted four cars. He's like, I was so caught up in having more mm -hmm. is that I never got to appreciate what I already have. Mm -hmm. He's like, so, so when I funny. when I stopped doing that, mm -hmm. he goes, I love what I have now. Yeah. He goes, because those little those little gifts that God or whoever you believe in does give you, like a promotion mm -hmm. or or a vacation trip, yeah. you know, those are the things you really love. You know, yeah. and like that's when life is what you want it to be. Yeah. He's like when you stop like craving more and more see right now i feel like there's an age for that though like right now like i feel like i need more like i need it because i'm not anywhere where i want to be yeah. so but i think when i get to that point where my goal like, i always want to be the best dad i want to be a good husband you know those are goals of mine so like when i'm put in that position like i'm gonna make sure that happens yeah. you know and i want to be able to take care of my family that's another successful mm -hmm. so like if i get to that point where i'm 35 40 years old and i've done those things mm -hmm. 
then I can be like, yeah. all right, now I can appreciate but even those if you, things. Even if you say, yeah, like, I got to be the best barber or mm-hmm. I want to be the best boyfriend, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like there's such a flaw right now in in every, like, the mindset of our generation and generations to come and before that they're not appreciating what they have right now. Already. And they're not appreciating this relationship because maybe the second someone comes along yeah. oh that could be that really throws them off and, yeah or it's like if something's not right in front of you every single day it's like well, i think people jump into stuff too yeah. quick now it's oh, just yeah. like oh my god i feel this i feel that <laughs> no, like, no you probably don't <laughs> yeah I'm, she got mad at me because i was waiting she was waiting so long it's just but that's just yeah. what because i like to know mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm just that type of person like or whatever i do everything's just, fast paced though yeah every, yeah you know and like i like to know like i like to, like i like to put myself in a position where it's like or i can't see myself doing this without that person yeah. you know what i mean and like and that's i feel like every decision needs to be like that you can't make an emotional decision to make a rational decision yeah. you have to slow it down a little mm-hmm. bit you know and i'm a vi- i'm a victim of that i make <laughs> emotional decisions but i've been trying you know so i write so much stuff down just yeah. to like you oh know, i have a back list right i write and yeah. the thing with that is well so body image mental health if you're writing stuff down if you're documenting it and this is some a tool that i've really mm-hmm. used is that it's so weird if you're like if you're ever in a mindset at the gym where you're like heck yeah like I look great and then yeah. the next day you're like I'm a piece of trash yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like what was different between those two yeah. days your body did not change at all and so it's like if you can remember things that went well things that didn't go well yeah. and, and refer back to them on like this day like I haven't my body hasn't changed yeah. I haven't gained or lost any weight it's there's something going on upstairs yeah. that I need to address you said, I think it's so it's so important for people to just write down a plan mm-hmm. or like a five-year plan just execute it yeah. you know put themselves like i talk about this all the time about the reason why the education system right now well throughout history has worked yeah. it's because they put them through a system mm-hmm. but then when kids get out of the system yeah, they have right. nothing to follow yeah. so why not make your own system yeah. why not make your own personalized system mm-hmm. why not you know all right i gotta do this today tomorrow mm-hmm. to the next month so i can eventually graduate yeah that, that is well your, i think that's my i have that that's the thing is I have like daily goals, weekly goals, mm-hmm. monthly goals, you yearly goals, fi- five year benchmark goals, ten year benchmark yeah. goals, and it's not to say that if one of those things changes or doesn't work out that I'm going to be like devastated yeah. or all oh, I'm a failure, yeah. but those keep you in check for what have I done today that's getting me to my ten. Uh, absolutely. And so with that whole end goal thing in mind, I. Well, right now it's school and being a student and people can say like, oh, I'm just a student. But it's like, yeah, but that's healthy. Yeah. That's where you want to be. People like, don't appreciate like a four-year degree now. Yeah. Like, we, they, it's, oh, you're going to college? Oh, nice. That, back in the day, that yeah. was a huge accomplishment. Huge and now thing. it's just like a no- yeah, ordinary thing. but it's like people normalize so much. And yep. every, everything is normalized. Yep. You see... Everything is out in the open. And like the small things like 100,000 likes on a picture is, oh my God, you got 100,000 likes. And it's like people are so numbed to, oh, you have a degree, whatever. Oh, there's a school shooting, whatever. Like, oh, it's just everything is so numbed that it's like people aren't appreciating. Again, it's just the bigger accomplishments. But so right now it's school and I'm trying. I have two years left, so, mm-hmm. and some people would say that's a lot, but that's going to go by in the blink of an eye, and I'm going to holy crap, I'm out of school already, yeah. but I'm using these two years to work as hard as I can on my business, mm-hmm. so that by the time I'm done, I'd... I'd You're really, two years in. I, I, exactly. A, yeah. a personal business, somebody that's their own boss, uh, independent business, takes upwards of five years before it even starts turning a, a 
large yeah. profit. Yep. And so if I... Or profit at all. Yeah, profit at all. Yeah. Exactly. And so if I can use these two years to really, really work on that, even maybe by the time I graduate yeah. with my master's, I can maybe start working for somebody else only part-time yeah. because I've already built up my business yep. as much as I can. And even if that's only supplying half of my income, that's still half my income. Yeah. And then within... Years after that, ideally transitioning to just working for myself solely. And I mean, who knows? That could change where I have to work full time, or it could change where I'm out of school and I'm already getting to be my own yeah, boss. But absolutely. either way, I'm going to put in. That's the thing is, if you put in as much work as you possibly can and something doesn't happen exactly how you pictured it, you still know that you did it. Yeah, you put the work in. You You're learning so many tools. Just because plan A doesn't work out, yeah. you've already done all these things. Yeah. Put yourself, you're gonna people don't realize like all the other roads you take it all leads to one oh, road it does. you know I, what you I mean know, I started cutting hair and then I went to school for business and, and you can even do that on the side yeah seriously at school you, you know, can make money like, oh that was a waste or no that was not that Never. was valuable time where yeah. you and it's like people are like why do I have to take this class it isn't even involved in my major and it's, it's that one thing that you're gonna benefit yeah from. It, it's you're still learning basics you're learning mm -hmm. how to read instructions, yep. write reports, like those things are, are valuable in your yep. life and people don't see value in a lot of those everyday things. Absolutely. So like what's, what's one thing if there was an oh, individual, female or male that's in your shoes or aspiring to get to where you, where you are going, trying to be, what's some advice that you would give them that you wish you knew two years ago? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> I look at, I, it's so funny because I'm really not that old, but there's so much in my life that I look back and I genuinely feel like a different person, like that I have grown in and changed in. And it's so exciting because I know there's so much more growth to be had and everything that I just look forward to that. Honestly, mm -hmm. I look forward to looking back two years from now and being like, oh, that girl back then. Like, yeah. but, um, it's honestly, like, don't take things so seriously. Like, okay. um, life's too short. Those those kind of cliche, like, sayings. But that you don't know what anyone else is going through. You don't, you have no, no. clue. You absolutely don't. So no. you need to be kind. And uh, I think that's so true with a lot of dietitians is that someone said, again, I always picture like someday if I'm a nutrition counselor and someone sits down in my office, I've dealt with so many of my own health issues related to food and mm -hmm. um, just recently with figuring out that IBS diagnosis. And I have IBS. It. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay, well, I'll talk about that. But because um, <laughs> finding that out, I was overwhelmed. I was stressed and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to school to be a dietitian yeah. and I'm overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. I can't even imagine somebody has no idea their life does not revolve around health and fitness. They don't care yeah. about what they're How eating. are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to know? And they must feel so lost. And so it's like you have to remember as a health professional that people don't have it figured out. And even if they and it's not your job to judge them. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, somebody you have to be, be aware that other so people hard. don't know it. Yeah. They don't know. And there's bias to people that are overweight or there's bias to people that are underweight and there's and but they could be working so hard and there's something that's still off that needs to be figured out and it's not your place to criticize them or ridicule them. Agreed. It's it's important to just be like, I'm here to help you. I'm here to not treat you like crap, mm -hmm. you know. Be that one percent. Yeah. Be that different person. Yeah. You know what I mean. Because stand, stand out. Life so. is gen. Like it's just too short to 
spend it being jealous, spend no. it being comparing. I don't think you should unkind. ever be jealous of someone because you no. have the same opportunities as them. Yeah. You just you gotta have, put yourself yeah. in a position. And something to do it. recently that because I, like you said with like videotaping myself, or I talk to. to talk to myself because I'm crazy <laughs> but I about like I talk to myself right why aren't you doing that like why aren't you doing YouTube why aren't you doing certain things that you see other people doing and reminding myself that there are people out there that are technically like less qualified mm -hmm. or no less but they're going further because they're just believing in themselves so that, they're working a little bit agree they're just there long enough yeah that's exactly it and so it's like you have to not doubt yourself and mm -hmm. give yourself credit. Even if you didn't finish school, even if you like you're still working on something, yeah. even if you're you're nowhere near your quote unquote end goal, you have to start giving yourself credit. Yeah. You know, you should be consistent. With mm -hmm. If you believe in something and you're putting action in, you're, it's gonna take it's time gonna, to get yeah. there, but you're gonna get there if you're willing yeah, to work for it. It takes time. It takes so a lot much of time. time. I think about, well, are you gonna build a Toyota or are you gonna build a Rolls Royce? You know, like you're building an engine essentially, yeah. and it you depends how you want it to be. An engine that may take like th what a Rolls Royce takes like like three hundred upwards of three hundred days or something. Really? A Toyota takes like sixteen hours, and I could be totally wrong on this. <laughs> I read it somewhere. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. But well, um, that's why it's the price difference. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Like, yep. are you gonna just want to get it over with, and are you gonna rush through school, rush through your life, and mm -hmm. your life is your life? Why are you rushing you through? You only get one of it. Yeah. You gotta enjoy it. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta go through those hard times to appreciate the good times. Oh, you yeah. know those mm -hmm. those long hours like. We put in so much time before presentations, like the night before, like just making sure everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. It's for that for that hour of yeah. you know prep, of putting yeah. it out there. You know? <laughs> that like, just made me think of Thanksgiving when you cook for like yeah for ten minutes of good and then food. Then you get to sleep. <laughs> yep, literally, I'll do it for three days in a row after oh, that yeah. for leftovers. <laughs> be good. But listen, I thought what you put out, what you t shared as a message was awesome. I think a lot of people need to follow you and I think if you can incorporate more of you talking <laughs> and videos about goal. that if you need any help with YouTube or anything like I'm more than willing to help you out yeah. uh, there's a lot of tools do you have a Mac? Uh, no. If you can get a Mac, I know. I, I it, it, it changes the game for, for video <laughs> editing. So, uh, but listen, share your social media where they can find you if they have any questions. Okay. So it's Maria underscore lost a few exactly like the word lost a few, and a few. that's how you pronounce my last name lost a few. You just take off the L, so so it's the like underscore thing. Okay, but, perfect. And that's it. And then I'm gonna be launching my website and my yes. blog soon, and then my guide is gonna be free. So perfect. And I'll I'll yeah, put up a picture. Sure. I'll tag you in it so people can follow you. And you, if you want to do the same, please feel free to do it. Uh, the link will be in my bio for this podcast. I will keep you updated and everything. But listen, if you guys have any questions, uh, you can message me on on social media. You know my Facebook and Instagram, Nick underscore Sorrenti. Um, I'm very pleased with this episode. I think it's going to really help some people in all different assets, you know, fitness, mental health, physical, yeah. everything, education. So uh, it's still, I want to continue to say this is just the beginning. You know, I, re I really believe in that. This is, this is uh, it's encouraging me to get back on track to doing yeah. what I love well, to I do. Love, I love picturing myself like, at the beginning, at the bottom. Yeah. Because you only have Yeah, it's going to be a story to tell. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's what it is. Uh, my buddy Roger Brooks just celebrated his one-year anniversary of his podcast for American Real. And this wow. dude has professional people, actors, Hollywood. Like, so he's cool. traveling to... Uh, 
the Carolinas this weekend to have to meet with two famous authors. Like, but he's expanding. He's just continuing to grind and grind and grind. He's going to do wonderful things. So uh, that's where I see for this podcast. I'm not really trying to get thousands of views on it. If it happened, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. But it's more for those those one or two, three students that need some guidance or just need some, some educational, some knowledge on the educational yeah. field. So uh, thank you again. And uh, if you guys have any questions, please message her. Please message myself. And we'll let me short it out. Thank you. I am invincible, unbreakable, unstoppable, unshakable